the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You know, time flies when you're having fun. Don't hurt me for saying this, but the end of the year is right around the corner. It's going to be here before we know it. So today we're discussing key financial moves to consider before the end of 2019. So let's just start off with what are some of the things that we need to consider doing before the start of 2020? Well, you know, it's definitely, uh, I think it's probably better to think of instead of the start of 2020, the end of 2019, because people like end dates versus start dates, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the deadline versus a start yeah. line. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, mentally, it seems different, but there's several things. Obviously, one would be your 401k. You know, are you getting the full match there? Sometimes I find people where they... You know, they they were putting so much in, but then they find out that oh, hold it, the match is up to six percent of what what you you know you put in. They maybe they're only doing three or four. You know, these are things where you could bump that up and maybe get a little bit more in there if you get enough time to get a paycheck or two. You know, you could even go crazy and put almost all your paycheck in there if you can afford it. You know, just to get that that extra match. So that that's one to be really thinking about, and then. You know, this is usually the time of year where every charity in the world's asking for money. And, uh, you know, so it always seems weird because, you know, yeah, it's supposed to be more charitable time of the year, but it's also time when you're spending a lot of other money. So a little, little tougher, I think, for them in some respects of, uh, you know, asking for so much at the same time frame. But what's a better way to donate? Well, one of the best ways to donate is donate stock. So, you know, if you can, instead of writing a check, if you've got... You know, some maybe some shares of Apple that have gone crazy this year, or you know, whatever stock it is, could be a mutual fund too. It doesn't have to be an actual individual stock, but anything that's got a a, a gain in it. So, say you wanted to give a thousand bucks to a charity. Well, if you give a thousand dollars of stock, and maybe if you sold that stock, you'd pay two hundred dollars in in taxes. Uh, you know, on the gain. Well. You can give the the full thousand to the charity. You don't pay the two hundred dollars in taxes, and then of course you get the full write off. So, in a lot of ways, you could probably afford to give maybe eleven hundred or twelve hundred because you could donate what you would have paid in taxes also, you know, to that charity and even get a better write off for yourself. So that obviously you know, only works if you're itemizing your taxes. So that's one thing to know is do you itemize your taxes? Right. <laughs> so because if you are considering char- giving money to a charity. And you're thinking you're gonna get a big tax write-off. You still want to give money to charities, but you want to know if you're getting the tax write-off or not, because you know sometimes maybe you can give, you know, give the money to somebody else and then have them donate it or something. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I mean, there's things you want to look at there. So you know, any, anytime you're talking about those charitable contributions, you know, get, donating stock, donating mutual funds, whatever it is. Anything that's got a gain, if you can do that versus write a check, it's going to be way better for you and the charity. And the only one that loses really is the IRS, and we're all okay with that. The big part would be, of course, looking at your overall allocation. You know, looking at you know how how's the money been doing this year? I mean, this has been a great year in the market, which is almost unheard of compared to the you know last year at the same time where the market was doing almost a twenty percent drop from August down to Christmas Eve. So. 
it's amazing that this this year you know so far has turned out so so well and and shot up the other direction so that that's good but what has that done to your allocation what has it done to to the different you know mix you have so that'd be one thing to look at and then there's all the little year end things like should you make a mortgage payment this year and have that interest in this year because you could make your january payment early and if this was a higher tax year you might want to do that uh you know so that's one little thing you can do if you've got money in a flexible spending account so there's i mean you're talking about medical insurance and health insurance uh spending accounts there's two types there's health savings accounts and flexible spending accounts so the h means it stays in your house is the easy way to th- think about it and the f well the F means you'll lose it if you don't spend it. We won't spell out what that one probably could stand for. Um, technically, it stands for flexible spending accounts. But, uh, yeah, that's money you you want to use or else it's it's going to be gone. So, uh, you know, so that'd be one thing that you, you, you also want to look at is, okay, if I haven't spent it all, do I need new glasses? Do I, can I rush in to do a last dentist appointment? Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, refill some prescriptions maybe a tiny bit early. Whatever you can to, to use of those dollars because you don't want to donate those back to your to your plan and you know and so yeah there, there's a lot of things that you want to be doing but you know more importantly is is really looking at you know your overall allocation looking at how you're doing in terms of retirement because you know the new year and the end of the year is always a good time to kind of reflect about how things have gone and really you know you could see okay how am i doing on retirement you know, am i am i checking all the the right boxes am i getting closer What's my income going to look like at retirement? All these types of issues. So one of the things we've actually come up here, come up with at Heckman Financial is a retirement income planning checklist. And this checklist goes over several different key items that you need to know and need to make sure you have taken care of. And it's kind of a good way to say, okay, what's my scorecard, right? How, how many things of this on this list have I checked off? So uh, it's something we can uh, send you by text or email or you can download it. Very simple to do. There's no spamming you out or anything like that, so don't worry. So all you have to do is text the word checklist to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word checklist to 800-454-1184 or go online and request it directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. Time is ticking and the end of the year is coming. So, Eric, I wanted to know if you would talk about tax considerations that we need to be thinking about before the end of the year. Obviously, that's a big one. Uh, tax planning is what you do at the end of the year. Tax reporting, that's what you do in April. And I always like to equate it to, uh, you know, when you see the news and some store's been robbed and they're saying, okay, this is what the thieves got off with and all this stuff. And that's just reporting it. There's nothing you can do about anything at that point. In terms of planning, and if you want to call it theft planning or theft, theft prevention, probably be a better term, you know, then you'd be talking about how do they beef up their security system? What should, should they put bars on the windows or, you know, whatever types of things, the alarm systems and all that. Uh, you know, that's, that'd be planning. And so what we want to do with taxes is the same thing. We want to do planning. So a lot of the planning stuff can only be done in the current calendar year. So there's some investments, um, you know, like uh, there's oil and gas investments, probably about the only one that you can put money in and get anywhere from at least 85 to usually 90 to 95% of whatever you put in would be an instant tax deduction. And so that's something where if you maybe sold off a whole bunch of stocks, sold a rental property or, you know, whatever it was where you had a huge abnormal tax year, that might be something you might want to be looking at. Also, if you've had big, large gains in the last 180 days, you know, these would be capital gains, 
if you've had any capital gains like that, you might even want to look at an opportunity zone. Uh, this is a really cool, very unique, kind of complicated investment, but basically allows any gains within 180 days to be invested into one of these programs, and then you don't have to pay the tax for seven years. Oh my gosh, that's um, awesome. So that's a long time to let that money defer and grow. What we do is we create the blueprint to worry less wealth, where we want you to worry less for retirement and more about having fun and you know which drink to put the umbrella in. And so <laughs> really what we want to do is first and foremost, go over that income plan, figure out what your income is going to look like for the rest of your life, look at how you're invested. And then after that, the tax ramifications of all three of all those areas. So the investments, how you're going to get your income, you know, what's tax moves should you be doing today? You know, we are certified in doing tax stuff, so we actually know that. I mean, I always think it's crazy when people go to advisors and say they, they can't give you tax advice and they're talking about all this taxable stuff. And then we also go over the healthcare legacy, and that's the five areas of the blueprint to worry less wealth. It's something we do for no cost. Um, what we do is we first have that first worry less wealth visit, talk about what are your concerns, see if you're a right fit for us, and then we'll go to that second appointment. And that second one will be really more showing you where, what course you're, you're on right now, what path you're headed down, and what issues you might want to take care of right now. So you know, if that's something you'd like to take advantage of, all you have to do is text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, if you want to come in and, and get this, this great information, text the word VISIT 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Who will help you get there? You spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to decide where to go next. Will your retirement include travel? Do you have a guide to help you get there? The team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families create their retirement roadmap. Don't let financial limitations take you off course in retirement. Eric Heckman and his team want you to have the retirement you've worked so hard for. Come in and meet with the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services. They will help you create a retirement roadmap that's tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals with their trademark Worry Less Wealth Process. To schedule your meeting with Eric Heckman and his team, just text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. That's VISIT to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, president of Heckman Financial. Today, we're talking about financial moves that you need to consider before the end of the year. But before we get back to that, it is time in our show for us to talk about a financial fail. Eric, you've seen someone either experience this or you've heard about it, and we don't want this to happen to anyone else because we can learn from the mistakes. What do you have for us this week? What financial fail? Well, since we were just talking about taxes and the effect on uh, that they can really have on retirement, probably the the big one that I see more and more is the just the common advice that you see out there where everybody says, "Oh, you know, just keep deferring for everything, keep deferring everything." Well, you know, we've got a presidential election coming up next year. We don't know what will change, but right now we're at one of the lowest tax brackets ever. And if somebody's just telling you just blindly put everything down the road while at the same time the national debt is just skyrocketing, 
Um, in the last couple, last two years, it's gone up $2 trillion. So that's a lot of money that we have to somehow pay back at some point, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So if we owe more and we have less income, huh, wonder what will happen down the road, <laughs> right? At some point, taxes will go the other direction and it's going to get more expensive. And so, yeah, I think one of the things we really need to think about is, should I be doing Roth conversions? Should I be taking care of, you know, you know, more more stuff where I'm going to have it tax free for the rest of my life. The common thing out there is say, oh, defer, defer, defer until you're 70. Well, that's crazy because then your required minimum distribution, which again is another year end item that people need to be taking care of. So if you've got money in a 401k or an IRA and you're over 70 and a half, you got to take money out. If not, it's a 50, five zero percent penalty. So that's huge. Yeah. And so a lot of the common advice you see is, oh, keep deferring, keep deferring, keep deferring. And then people hit 70. And guess what? You definitely have Social Security turned on by then because there's no value to wait past age 70. And now you've got these required minimum distributions. You might actually be in a lot higher bracket then than you are earlier in retirement. And so deferring all this money to where you're in a higher bracket makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now is the perfect time to be looking at, should I be doing Roth? Can I be doing a Roth money? Can I be putting more money, you know, permanently tax-free? Because with the Roth, you don't get the tax right off up front, but all the money's yours. So if you got a hundred grand in your IRA, it's not a hundred thousand. It's more like 70 because you've got a lien holder named the U.S. government <laughs> and they, they, they will not let you take all that money unless you pay them up first. So, you know, that's one of the things to be really looking at going forward here is, Let's be a little bit more savvy about how my tax allocation risk is. People always see those pie charts for investment allocation, but they don't see the pie chart for tax allocation. And that's one of the most critical things I think that people are missing is how much they are unwittingly just being exposed to just having all that money, being able to change tax brackets at the whim of the government, and you have no control over it. So yeah, definitely be looking at more Roth and more other options. No one has a crystal ball, but what do you think might happen with the markets through the end of the year? It seems like, you know, the end of the year, things seem to happen. So what do you think? Well, in the short term, I I don't think people need to worry too much about, you know, just a few weeks here and there. Um, You know, obviously, hopefully, if you're putting money in the markets, invest it for more long-term focus. But, you know, what's going to happen for 2020, right? That's always a big question is, you know, what's the markets going to be like next year? And there was actually just an article in the Wall Street Journal where the median, I'm pretty sure it was median, not average, which is the middle point. But, you know, there there was huge consensus of people saying that they were predicting the, the market to do about 3% next year. Hmm. Three. Three? <laughs> where do they <laughs> which get means, that? <laughs> which means your bank account ain't much farther behind <laughs> than what the market should do, according to all these, you know, quote, experts. Uh-huh. Why is that? Well... A lot of people are seeing a lot of slowdown. There's a lot more threats about a recession. So, you know, taking some of that money off the table. I mean, I'm working right now with an Apple employee who's, you know, we were working last year at this time. And every time we met, he was down almost a half million dollars in his stock, you know, from each meeting. Oh, dear. Because um, the stock was dropping so much. And then this year went insane. And, you know, Apple stock went up, you know, 60 plus percent. Who knows how, how you know, finished by the end of the year. But, you know, and so what he's been doing is selling off a bunch, and now we've been locking in that some of those gains and moving those to safer assets, to stuff that's not as volatile, stuff that's outside of the market, mm-hmm. doesn't jump up and down every day. 
and kind of locking in that money for the rest of his life. So that way, in case things do go south, hey, at least we took some money off, we protected it and made it guaranteed and and or at least made it lower risk. And that's something you really should be thinking about right now a lot is, you know, what should you be doing? What types of things should you be doing to protect that money? Because uh, there could be there could be some changes coming up and that might be one one reason to take some action now before the end of the year. So, you know, one of the things that you want to look at is in terms of those 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 questions is, you know, what are the re, the various retirement planning issues I should be solving? You know, should I be locking in some of that money? Should I be getting money for in- income for life? Should I have some money in steady income, stuff that pays five, six, seven percent a month? All these types of things and more. And so we've put that together in a, a quick report. It's something you can text us and we'll send you the link back to, to download it. Um, you know, no spamming you out or anything like that. So don't worry about that. But if you want to get a copy of that report, it's called, again, The Top Retirement Planning Issues. All you have to do is text the word retirement to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word retirement to 800-454-1184. Or you can request it online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Wealthcreatorradio.com. That's Eric's website. That's also the place that you can sign up for events. You can attend their seminars, find out what they are, go to their events page and look at those. Sign up. Wealthcreatorradio.com. Again, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Heckman Financial is an independent firm. Their focus is going to be on helping you make the best decisions for your own situation. Today, we're talking about financial moves that you need to consider before the end of this year. I'd like to uh, take the the goal of charitable giving and look at it once we get into retirement. If we wanted to continue to be charitable in retirement, how do we factor that into our budget, Eric? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of ways to do the charitable giving. Uh, obviously, there's more, you know, concrete ways of just you know, writing checks, right? So that that's that one I think pretty much everybody knows. <laughs> but you know, how how can you do it maybe on a little bit smarter basis? Uh, like we mentioned earlier in the show, you could be giving away stocks. Um, one of the other cool things that w- that we're just starting to do a lot more work with with our clients is uh, donor advised funds, and these are accounts where you can actually set them up. And say say you wanted to do something really cool, like you wanted to give fifty grand to some charity, but there's no way you can afford to give fifty thousand in one year. But maybe you could f- you know afford to give ten away. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you can do is you can actually fund this this uh, your own little charitable retirement foundation uh, account you know this donor advised fund where you put the money in and every time you put the money in you get the tax write off but then you get to decide when the money gets sent out and so then that way it's kind of like your own little pot of money to 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 give away to people and so i've got a, a couple right now where they both they're both in high tech and they both have a lot of company stock and they're debating, should we sell the company stock and pay all the taxes? But they also really are very charitable inclined. And so one of the things we're looking at is setting up one of these accounts where we're going to donate some of their stock in there. Then they don't have to pay the taxes on the gain. And then they can pick and choose. So when they get those letters, instead of giving maybe only 100 or 200, they can give maybe 1,000 to 1, depending on what the balance of that account is. And the cool thing is that account gets to be invested too. So as it grows in investment value, you could give away more potentially. So it's also can be like your own little endowment. So, you know, there's lots of cool things that people can be doing. But again, it all comes back down to one thing, planning, 
<laughs> Nobody likes to plan. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the things if you want to sit down and get that blueprint to worry less wealth, that income plan, that investment, tax, healthcare, and legacy plan, that's something we can do for you. No cost, no obligation. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call, or you can text us the word visit to 800 454 1184. Again, text the word visit 800 454 1184. Or go online and book directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. What needs to be checked off your to-do list before the end of this year? Find out next on Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Ekman. Have you done your homework yet? Yes, I'm talking to you. Have you done your homework yet? Just like Baum always made you finish your schoolwork before playing, you have some homework to do before playing in retirement. This assignment is called Finding the Income Gap. Once you know that, Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services can help you with the rest. To start your assignment, just text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184 to get your complimentary copy of Eric's Guide to Building the Income Bridge for your retirement. This Income Bridge Guide will show you the three simple steps you can take to create income in retirement. By the time you're done with it, you'll be able to easily calculate how much income you need for your retirement plans. So you can enjoy the financial independence you've worked so hard for. So to get this complimentary report, text INCOME to 800-454-1184. Text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is in his 27th year of helping people have remarkable retirements. Today, we're talking about financial moves that you need to consider before the end of the year. Eric, how often does someone just need to refresh their plan for retirement? Obviously, it depends on how close or far are you away, right? So if you're in your 20s, eh. not, not quite often. <laughs> 20s and 30s. What you then need to be doing is looking at, am I funding my Roth IRAs? You know, am I balanced? Uh, okay. You know, take a look at those reallocations of, you know, how how's that money invested in the 401k, which, of course, nobody really gives you any advice or help on. They just say, here, go look at a website, which is not helpful. And so, yeah, that'd be one of the things that probably your 20s, 30s, eh, maybe even your 40s, you know, that'd be probably the, mostly the focus. Um, late 40s, 50s, for sure, that's when you want to start looking at how am I doing? Am I on track mostly? Am I getting closer? Late 50s, early 60s, for sure. You got to be doing a full on income plan and you got to be testing it every year. And even once you're retired, you still need to be looking at that because maybe you went a little crazy and bought a few too many toys or <laughs> went too many trips and <laughs> had a little too much fun. So, you know, are, are you still on track and those types of issues? So, yeah, you definitely want to be looking at that really every year. Uh, year end's a great time to kind of be reviewing all that and saying, okay, you know, is my 401k balanced? Uh, a lot of 401ks nowadays have a rebalance, auto rebalance feature. I like to turn that on usually only once a year. Um, you know, normally if you're managing money, it's, it's something where you do it more often, but you have like kind of more wiggle room or allow things to go up and down. The automatic ones usually say if it's, you know, I have 20% in this one fund and it goes 20.1, it'll sell off that 0.1, which is you know, a little too much overkill. But so uh, what you can do with those, though, is at least set up that auto rebalance 
you know, for an annual time. Now, I wouldn't ever do it like the end of the quarter or end of the year. So you might want to set it up for, say, mid-December or actually December can be a lot of dividends and capital gains getting sent out. So maybe you even want to do it mid-January or, or November. You could, you know, backdate it some. But, you know, having that as set up as an auto rebalance, that's a nice, easy one to do. Once you do it, you never have to think about it really for a while or ever again. You know, you want to look at the risk level, of course, at some point. So those are some stuff that you can be doing. But definitely if you're in that what we call retirement red zone, that five to 10 year time frame away from retirement, that's when that plan has to be, I mean, must be updated every single year and say, okay, are we getting there? Are we getting there? Are we close? Are we close? <laughs> right? Kind of like the, the kids in the car, you know, how much more, how yeah. much farther do we go? Five more minutes, five more minutes. Um, you know, so, so that'd be the, that'd be the part that you really want to be focusing on is, okay, if if you're that close, you want to make sure that, that you're doing well. And, and Hey, who knows, maybe the market shooting up here and other stuff, Maybe you're taking a year off of it and you're even closer than you thought. So there can be way positive things too when you do that analysis and say, hey, I could actually retire now. <laughs> so, you know, so those would be some reasons why you want to really be checking that. But, but yeah, I mean, like for our clients, pretty much anybody in their 40s and on, though, we always have that income plan up there and we're always reviewing that every time, every year that we meet with people and and making sure that that everything's on track and and in the right spots and you know where we want it to be so that way they know you know how long is their money going to last is it going to run out you know what will they be okay in retirement you know all those things cuz you know you can't just you know invest and forget and all those dumb things that you hear around here and no no you got to pay attention you know so i'd say invest and pay attention would be a lot better than invest and forget. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so, so that's one of the things that, that you really want to be looking at. And you want to make sure you've got income because if you don't have income for retirement, how are you going to get by? How are you going to you know, survive without income? Because then you're just unemployed. So, yeah, that, that's one of the things that you also want to be looking at is, is you know, how to get that income. So one of the reports we actually have is a report on the income bridges for retirement. How do you bridge that gap of how much you're getting from Social Security compared to how much you want to live on, that's called income. And you got to have that, that something to fill that in that gap. So that's one of the reports that we've come up with. It's pretty short, real fast read, uh, just a little quick PDF that we can send you. Uh, all you have to do is text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word INCOME, 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184. Or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. Eric, we always talk about the fact that your process is the blueprint to worry less wealth. I wonder if you could explain you know, to our listeners, what does that mean, actually, when someone comes in and sees you? Well, I really named it after my mom, who was our chief worrying officer, or CWO. <laughs> and she'd always worry about this and worry about that, like moms, I think, are designed to do. Yes. And uh, so one of the things that was, she was always worried about is how am I going to retire? How are we going to have money? How long is this money going to last? And so really, we built our process around answering those questions, because it's a pretty common concern that most people have is, you know, where's my money going to come from? Once I have a paycheck, how do I get money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I had one client even uh, 
I liken it to a wily coyote going off the cliff right before he falls and he's running in the air. And uh, that's what that first step of retirement almost feels like. Cause oh. you're used to that certainty of that every other week paycheck or, you know, how often it came. And now you have to use all these different buckets of money you got and figure out how to get a paycheck, how to effectuate that same kind of result from all these other places that you got. So really by building a blueprint, it kind of shows you the the path of how to build that retirement money. And so first and foremost, you got to have income. You know, I always say, no, if you don't have income, you're not retired, you're just unemployed. (laughs) So, you know, you got to have that income to to be able to be retired. So where's that money going to come from? You know, how much is it? Uh, How much do you need to live on a monthly basis? I mean, that's always a big question for people. Uh, I'm working with some people right now that um, they've got one daughter who's just about finishing college. She's going to be in her last semester here, but they've got another one that's coming up and going to be in college. And by the time that one's done, that's literally about the date that they want to retire. <laughs> so for them to figure out how much they need to spend on you know, retirement, a little tough because they've never not had no kids in the house mm-hmm. pretty much for this, you know, for you know, two decades now. And so that, you know, with all those extra costs, so it's sometimes a little tougher, you know, if you've got situations like that, but easiest way to to figure out how much you're really spending and might be a little scary to do this around Christmas spending time, but you know, you, you should probably do this. And really what you do is you go through your last 12 bank statements, add up all the withdrawals, divide by 12. So all your withdrawals from your bank account last 12 months, divide by 12. That's literally how much money you spent. That's how much money went through your account, went someplace, don't know necessarily where, right? But it went somewhere. It was passing by and said, hello, bye. Um, you know, so if you're paying off your credit card from, you know, from that checking account, that accounts for all your credit card spending and all that type of stuff too. So that'd be one thing is, okay, looking at how much income do I have? And then looking at where's my money invested? How's it invested? What, what volatility do I have? How much ups and downs? If there is this recession that so many people are talking about next year, how much am I, you know, geared to lose right now, depending on if like an 08 happened or, you know, different time frames? You know, what is that that up and down, you know, swing that I have uh, exposed to myself in, in my portfolio? And it may be a lot bigger than you think. And so that'd be one thing to know that uh, there's no right or wrong answer about that. It's just having the knowledge to know that, hey, I've got a lot of risk or I've got little risk, mm-hmm. but a lot better to find that out before <laughs> the market drops, not afterwards. And then also tax-wise, you know, what are the tax moves you should be doing? How should you be changing things? The tax code's changed a whole bunch and you may have not changed your investment plan. And so many investment advisors ignore taxes or say they can't help you with taxes. And that's just so wrong. So yeah, the taxes are going to be a huge, huge effect on your retirement. So you know, knowing about that, uh, looking at healthcare, you know, if you're trying to retire before 65, how are you going to afford it? Uh, the healthcare insurance could be a thousand bucks a person, uh, you know, before we 65, then it drops down a lot when you have Medicare. So, you know, you want to figure out what plan for that and also for long-term care. What are the solutions for covering those types of issues? All those types of questions. So no cost, no obligation. So if that's something you want to do. All you got to do is text the word visit to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word visit. or go online and book directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. Who will help you get there? 
You spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to decide where to go next. Will your retirement include travel? Do you have a guide to help you get there? The team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families create their retirement roadmap. Don't let financial limitations take you off course in retirement. Eric Heckman and his team want you to have the retirement you've worked so hard for. Come in and meet with the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services. They will help you create a retirement roadmap that's tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals with their trademark, Worry Less Wealth Process. To schedule your meeting with Eric Heckman and his team, just text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. That's VISIT to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman with Heckman Financial, and I've got my monthly contributor here, Marilyn Brown-Ross. Great to have you. Great to be here. So you are a reverse mortgage expert, and of course, get always start off with, what the heck is a reverse mortgage? A reverse mortgage allows seniors to stay in their home without a mortgage payment like they have now. Or they may have out. one or get cash out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they could leave their money in a line of credit and just use it as they need it. They can get a monthly payment, whatever you know they need, so much a month that comes out automatically deposited in their checking account or wherever they want it, or just leave it there and use it as they need it, which is really nice because you don't start accruing interest on that money until you use it. It's not like, okay, you have 400000 available and you're going to start paying interest on it. Right. If you leave it in the line of credit and get just so much a month, you won't that's all you'll be accruing interest on. Let's say you want 2000 a month. So they move 2000 a month from your line of credit into your account. That's when it starts accruing interest. And then, of course, the, the reverse part of this is the mortgage payment, right? You don't pay. You don't pay. You don't pay monthly. You pay when? When you move. This has to be your primary residence. Okay. So if you sell the house and move, the loan gets paid off out of escrow, just like a regular mortgage, mm -hmm. or when you the last person alive dies and you leave it to the heirs, they have six months to say, you know, we want to keep this house. And they can pay it off. They can say, okay, this is the balance. We're going to pay it off with cash. We're going to get a mortgage to pay it off. And then they get to keep the house as long as the reverse is paid off. Mm -hmm. It's really just like a regular mortgage. If you have a regular mortgage and you're making payments and you pass away and you leave it to your children, they can't just live in the house. No. They have to pay that loan off. So it's the identical thing right. with this. And they don't go in title. So that's the whole thing from the 80s where it was a couple of years there were, but those all went away decades ago. Absolutely. So the, so the Nobody's not owning your house any more than the bank no. that has a mortgage on your house owns it today. Exactly. No, you are the only one on title. If it's in a trust, it stays in the trust. The trust has to be reviewed, of course, by the attorneys to make sure that everything is copacetic with that. Okay. But yeah, I've never run, I've been in this business for 14 years, never run across a trust that didn't qualify. Yeah. Obviously, the first one is paying off the existing mortgage and not having a mortgage payment is one of the main reasons people do it. But tell some other unique things or some cases recently that you've been working on and, and how people have been actually using those, the benefits here. Healthcare is huge. I, I've got two 
clients right now that have gone through five and six hundred thousand dollars worth of savings. Wow. And they don't want to put the husband or the wife in a facility. They want to keep them at home. So health care is very expensive. So they've got this big amount of money there that they can tap at no tax consequences. Right. So they do that to keep them in the home. Yeah. And selling a house and paying a huge tax bill on the top of the fact that you just lost you know, over a half million to healthcare, it's, that that would not be wise. No, not. Yeah. I have one client in Palo Alto, of course, the downtown Palo Alto. Well, in yeah. 1968, they paid uh, thirty eight thousand dollars for this house. <laughs> it's like eleven hundred square feet, two bedroom, one bath, five thousand square foot lot, and it appraised for right at four million. And she had not done. She lost her husband, hasn't done one improvement. It was spotless, though. You could move in, but everything was original. <laughs> and it's still appraised for that. So her accountant said, wow, you're going to owe, I mean, this capital oh, gains yeah. is going to be. It's, one, probably $1.5 Yeah, it's going to be prohibitive. I mean, yeah. you're, you're silly to sell it. Stay here. Leave When you pass it to your children, then they get that benefit. They'll get the step up in yeah. basis. So. And that's what she did. She did the reverse, and she's in her home, and she's happy as a clam. I mean, that's one of the biggest things I get a lot of times is uh, when we're first meeting with clients here, we have them fill out a little questionnaire. And one of the things that's probably on every third one is, can I afford to stay living here? Because a lot of them have their kids and grandkids close to them here, so they don't want to move away. Or sometimes they're all living together. Right, <laughs> very right. Often too. And, and so, you know, talk about that. I mean, do you have a lot of cases where that's the main reason people are doing it is just to stay in their Absolutely. house? They want to, they, I don't want to move. Yeah. I've been in this house 50 years. I had one lady and gentleman, they were married. That we're going to be carried out feet first from this house. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I don't want to leave here, but I'm having a problem making the payments. It's amazing how many seniors not just in the 60s, but in the 80s, have big payments because they've mortgaged the home to help their children, mortgaged the home to give the children money to buy a home, yeah, go to school, get help the grandkids go to school. So that's how their mortgages got so high. But now that they're in their late 70s, 80s, it's, it's harder to make that mortgage payment. Yeah, and the other one I see a lot of is... Uh home equity lines and and a lot of seniors like to use those they maybe paid off their house and they get a home equity line and it gets bigger and bigger right and now the interest rate has pretty much doubled on those this last year and they're also not deductible anymore as of january 1st of 2018 they weren't deductible so you know have you seen a lot of that yes people are paying those off yes because the line of credit it keeps growing it just like you say it gets bigger and bigger and they have to make that payment it's not like this one where there's no payment you have a line of credit and you can use it but you don't have to make the payment until you don't live in the house anymore if you sell it or the last one passes away then it's due then your children or whoever your heirs are could be somebody else it doesn't have to be your children but whoever you have as your heirs can say we want to buy this house we want it so they have to pay off the mortgage just as they would if you had yeah. didn't have the reverse and you had a mortgage and they can keep the house Again, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, and I've got my monthly contributor here, Marilyn Brown-Ross. If you need any more information, you can go to our website, wealthcreator.com. Again, it's wealthcreator.com. 
But yeah, so let's let's talk more about some some of the more unique ones. I mean, have you had other people taking money out for you know the two biggest ones I know by far are paying, paying off your existing one and existing either mortgage or line of credit, and then also obviously the other big ones, the healthcare. Right. Um, what other kind of unique things uh, or strategies? A really unique one was I had a client in San Francisco, um, beautiful apartment home up mm-hmm. there and she was going to be 90 and she said she was a big party at the uh, top of the mark and she I forget how many grandchildren she had she said I want to be able to give my grandchildren a check at my birthday party I don't want I, I want to see the joy on their faces when they get this money. She says, when I'm dead and I leave it to them, I can't see what's going on. I won't (laughs) be here. She says, so that's what she did. She took out the reverse. She gave them each a nice fat check. And she said it was the joy of my life to be able to see how happy they were with something from me. So that was, I mean, you could do whatever. Nobody tells you what to do with that money. You can do whatever you want. So in her case, she really didn't wasn't in a position she didn't have a mortgage she just had a lot of equity in the house that she couldn't tap because of her age and no income you know even though your credit is wonderful to try to go get a a mortgage at 90 years old that's not going to (laughs) happen yeah how much money you got coming in no we're not going to make a loan that's exactly right yeah so her her choice was the reverse and she was thrilled to do it and the kids were thrilled of course I said, could I be one of your grandchildren? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It didn't work that way, though. Again, it's a great way to get some money tax-free out of your house, lower the burn rate. And so, again, all she needs is a little bit of data, and she can do that analysis. So what's the best way to get a hold of you? Give me a call at 408-722-0010. 408-722-0010. You know, and also we have links on our radio page at wealthcreator.com. So definitely if you want to go to wealthcreator.com, you can find your email there. And, you know, you can also call us if you need to get a hold of her, 800-454-1184. Well, that's all for this this show. We'll have you back next month. But it's great having you here, Marilyn. Great being here. Thanks. And with that, we'll be right back on Wealth Creator Radio. Have you done your homework yet? Yes, I'm talking to you. Have you done your homework yet? Just like Baum always made you finish your schoolwork before playing, you have some homework to do before playing in retirement. This assignment is called Finding the Income Gap. Once you know that, Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services can help you with the rest. To start your assignment, just text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184 to get your complimentary copy of Eric's Guide to Building the Income Bridge for your retirement. This Income Bridge Guide will show you the three simple steps you can take to create income in retirement. By the time you're done with it, you'll be able to easily calculate how much income you need for your retirement plans. So you can enjoy the financial independence you've worked so hard for. So to get this complimentary report, text INCOME Text the word INCOME to 800-454-1184. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. 
Eric, I want you to give us a wealth success story. I know you have one for us. I always kind of like to end our show on something positive. So what do you have for us today? Yeah, well, this is more just really just more about locking in those gains. On the negative side, I had a client back in 1998 where we did a five-year plan. He worked at Adobe just a couple blocks from our office, and he had $3.5 million of Adobe stock, and uh, it was all options, so it was all taxable. He sold off 500000 I told him to sell off almost $3 because then we'd be able to lock in this plan. Well, he didn't retire for almost 15 years because of that remaining $3 million turned into five hundred. Oh, no. So I've been working with actually not just one, but several Apple people and um, a couple other people from some other firms around the area too, um, a Google person and some other ones that have started realizing that, hey, yeah, I should be locking in my dollars. <laughs> and so sometimes it's tough because... Last year, especially at the end of the year, it looked like it was very smart to be selling some of those stocks as they were dropping. Now this year, why would you sell it? It's up so high. But, you know, I mean, I have one client where he said, hey, every year, just sell off 10%, 10%. And the funny part was at first, he, he every time he did it, it went up by more than 10%. So he never actually lowered how much, you know, stock he had. <laughs> and so now he sold off almost 20%. And since it's shot up so much, he's only down a tiny bit from where he was at the beginning of the year, even though he he sold off a ton of his stock. And so that's one of those nice things because now it'll be more diversified. Okay. Yeah. If that stock shoots up again, Hey, yeah, he could have made more. Right. But don't be doing that math, doing the math of, Hey, this money is now locked in. I've got some gains I diversified it out. I'm not going to be all of a sudden, you know, one huge drop away from just having almost nothing again. And so I think more and more people right now, there's a lot of money sitting there going, hold up, we've made how much this year? (laughs) It's done how much? You might want to be looking at that and going, hmm, do I, am I really well diversified or not? I mean, if you've got more than 10% of, of your assets in any one stock, that's way high risk. Most of those guys are on autopilot where they just sell so many every single quarter and they're just always disposing of some just to always be lowering down that risk. And so if your CEO is doing it, you, you might want to do it too. So again, if if you would like some help with that, that's something here we can do at Heckman Financial. So all you have to do is text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this week's show. You can always find us on the podcast too, but we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.